I just want to go back. I mean, like, it's probably going to sound confusing and probably do more damage than it does help. But I just want to go back on the last sugi that we had because it, it's fairly nagaya. So we learned the sugya of bread that was altered. And the sugya went through two iterations. It went through, it went through the rabiasif part of the sugya, that the determining factor, the only thing we look at is size, kizayis, that if bread that underwent a change um, is above a kizayis, it retains a mizayis, and irregardless of shape, shmush, etc. And, and then the sugya didn't really like that, so said that we change it to whether or not it retains Teresa Denama, whether or not it retains the shape of bread. We also had a Machlekes Rashi Taisis, what, what exactly the bread was changed. Rashi says it was cooked. Taisis said it was stuck together. So I just want to summarize the halacha. This is a Machaber and Simakuf Samaches. So I want to summarize the Machaber just to illustrate to you, which means I can't remember this, Balpeh, 100%. <coughs> But I just, want, <coughs> I just want to illustrate how both parts of the Gemara and both Rashi and Taisus made it into the Halacha. So, the first Halacha is if you crush bre- crumble bread and bake it. So, for instance, stuffing. If there's a Kezayis of bread, afilu im ozal mehem hatayar lechem, even if it loses the appearance of bread, mavarech hamaitzi. So, if your wife makes a challah kugel, and you know, puts it in the in the turkey and the chicken, stuffing, even if you can't recognize bread, it looks like a mush. If it's a kizayis, you make hamaitzi. If it's not a kezayis, So the first halacha is, if bread was, was um, broken up and cooked, the only factor that counts is kezayis, which is the first half of the gemar. Let's say it wasn't cooked, but it was stuck together with honey or marak, or liquid. This is Taisus' pshat. Then... If it looks like bread, you make a hamaitzi even without a kezayis. And if it's a kezayis, even if it's out of, even if it's out of the bread, you make hamaitzi. So that's taisis, which we didn't really focus on. Anything, if it has either kezayis or the look of bread, you make hamaitzi. And of course, the mechaber ends off. If you do neither, if you don't cook it and it's not stuck together, if it's just crushed, no matter what, you make a hamaitzi. So for instance, for instance, I, I don't see a way around this. If you put breadcrumbs on top of a kugel, you ever, you ever, you ever have that luxury kugel with the breadcrumbs on top? You know what I'm talking about? Or like, I guess schnitzel we could say, just like we dismissed the, 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 the breadcrumbs on the schnitzel 
the, the mezainus on the schnitzel, we could dismiss the breadcrumbs on the schnitzel. But if you eat breadcrumbs and it's not cooked, if it's just like sprinkled breadcrumbs on, on a salad or something like that, belay bishu, belay chibur, if it's nispazru, even if it's silas, la'ilam avar hamaitzi. So the, the machaber is talking about three levels. If it's cooked, either chumrah sticks. If it's a kezayis or if it has the appearance of bread. If it's not cooked, it's always a hamaitzi. I mean, like, I don't know. Don't sound like we keep this halacha very well. Is breadcrumbs considered looking like bread? Doesn't it? Doesn't need them. Doesn't need So you're saying it got cooked afterwards in the kugel. Okay, fine. Like, I, like, I'm like, I was just eating at home. My wife uh, bought for supper tonight. She had the football practice and soccer, so we bought supper. So she bought, um, sorry. So, so she bought pizza and mozzarella sticks from Chef Dan. So, I mean, there was a thick crust, and I, I think it was breadcrumbs. So you're saying that was cooked because it was deep fried. So then, if, so then I'm good on both accounts. It's not a kezayis and it's not Teresa Denam. I hear, I hear. Anyway, like again, I, I, this is one of the halachas I find very hard to memorize. There's certain areas of Mishnah Bura that like, you can memorize. Hilchas Tefillahs from the easiest parts of Mishnah Bura. So we finished first side Prakim. Hilchas Brachas, it's so hard. So this is like an example of a suya that's very hard to memorize. But the point is, you know, if you could take away one thing without chazering this intensively, is both factors of the Gemara made it halacha. The Kezayis factor made it halacha, and the Teresa Denama factor made it halacha. Okay. Let's continue with very relevant halachas. Now, we're going to start with something that is pretty not relevant. Trukinin, trukinin, or chayavin b'chala. If you make enough trukin in, you're chayav and challah. No, no, no. Trukin peturim in a challah. No, trukin in is potter from challah. And that's how we pass. Or maybe. My trukin in. What are trukin in? It's kubadara, which means what they used to do is. Their ovens had coals on the bottom. They would dig a hole in the coals and pour batter down that hole, and the batter would get cooked. So, so the question is, we, we're, again, we're talking about challah. We're going to get to hamaytzi in a minute. What is wrong with this stuff? It's bread batter. What's wrong with this stuff? They were even discussing it that it's not bread. So there are two factors here, and this is going to make its way into very practical law. The Mongad Avram says it's Belila Raka It's an extremely runny batter. Which means if you ever saw challah dough, so challah dough is not runny at all. I mean, you can leave challah dough on the, on the side of a table, it, it may not even make it down to the ground. It, it doesn't run anywhere. If it's going to slant, it's not going anywhere. Pancake batter, which is what I, I picture this stuff as, and we'll see in a second. Pancake batter, 
pours like 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 water almost. So says the Magen Avram, that's the problem here. That's the nida in here. It's an extremely raka blila. Blila raka ma'id. It's a very, very, very mushy, soft batter. And that's and that's why and that's why it it doesn't and that's why it doesn't um, it is a lively daf, you should know. And that's why it doesn't uh, have a regular status of bread. The Bir Allah says because it doesn't look like bread. Now, the Bir Allah is much more pervasive because there's a lot more things that don't look like bread and don't have runny batter, which means, I don't know how often you hang around the kitchen, but like, you know, like most things look like challah dough, but they don't look like challah. So if that's a factor, there's a lot of things we have to talk about. Runny batter, the only thing that comes to mind by me is pancake batter, waffle batter. But beside that, nothing else would be in this category. So let's keep that in mind. Vom Rabaya, Trisa Petura Min HaChala. Trisa's Pater from Chala. My Trisa, what is Trisa? Ikad Yamri Gevil Martach. Gevil Martach, Rashi Mamish describes pancakes. So, in other words, that's why it's very, very similar to Teresa. In fact, I think I saw someone says it, but let's look at Rashi, what, what Gevil Martach is. It says Rashi in the second line, second wide line in the bottom. Neistim Kemach Umayim Bekli. You put flour and water in a kelu, and you mix it with a fork or a spoon. And you pour it on a frying pan when it's hot. Sounds like pancakes to me. You can't pour bread batter. You could pour this batter on a hot on a hot frying pan. Sounds like pancakes. So here we have another another you know thing in the in the category that Teresa is potter from Chala. Ika Diamri, some say it's not pancake batter, it's Nama de Hindika. Uh, Indian bread. So Rashi explains what they used to do is they used to put some dough on a stick and keep on basting it with sweet stuff, oil, honey, nuts, spices. They used to keep basting it. So it's like a donut kind of um, I shouldn't say donut because donut's fried. It, it's like a Danish kind of food that it was never baked as bread. It was baked with a sweet wrap the whole time. Vikadiamri, the third option, what this Teresa is, is lechem hasu lekutach. So in those days, they used to have a staple in the kitchen for the milchik meals was a dip called kutach. Now, what you wanted with kutach was you wanted um, you wanted it to get rotten. I mean, before you say ew, that's what yogurt is. So, so you want to make a lot of bacteria. So you're going to put in some milk. Milk is good for bacteria, but the best thing for bacteria is, is mushy bread. So I don't know if like, you know, you ever you have like a Rosendorf's challah, which is never baked enough, and you like put it in a bag for two days after shop, it'll grow mold. So, so they wanted to make the, the dip sharp. The more bacteria that was in there, more germs that was in there, the more sharper the dip was. So the more underbaked, the more underbaked your dough that you put in the kutach was, the sharper your kutach would be because that'll have more bacteria. The more baked it is, then that's not good for bacteria. It doesn't have any water. 
So lechem asli lekutach is extremely underbaked challah. At the kach, Rashi says you could just leave it in the sun. That, that's baked enough. You know, it was there was in Iraq. It was 120 degrees outside. So you put the dough in the sun. It gets baked enough for kutach. That's what we're talking about. But all three of these things are challah dough not baked well. So all three opinions are more or less the same, differing degrees of how not baked it was, but all not baked well. Says the Gemara. So now, Tani Rebchia. So until now we've been talking about Chala. Tani Rebchia, Lechem Asel Kutach is Potter Menachala, Vatan Echayev Bechala, answers the Gemara, the first piece of information tonight that we could use for Hilchas Brachas. Well, the resolution to the stira about whether or not Lechem Hasil Kutach means not classic challah dough, whether or not it's chayiv and challah, is Amr Bihuda, or Kedektani Taim, Rabbi Huda Aymer, Ma'aseam Meichichan Aleho. Well, what you did will determine how you made it, will evidence whether or not it's chayv and challah. If you make it like nicely formed rolls, oh, you treated it like bread. So I could overlook all the weirdnesses in the dough. I could look all the weirdnesses in the preparation. I could look all the weirdnesses in the in the consistency in all of the zachin. The way you treated it is going to be kaveya, what we call it. So we see over here a muridic insight, and we're going to take this all the way tonight. We we see a muridic insight. It's not so much determined on the food or the substance as much as how you treat it. Kilamaden, if you treat it like boards, like just, you know, you don't give any care to it, you don't give any thought to it, you don't form it like rolls, you just roll it out and make it like boards, like little sticks, then it's peturim. So, on the same note, the Gemara goes back to one of the ingredients we discussed before the dough you poured into the coals. Omalei Abaya Lerb Yosef said Abaya Terb Yosef. Hi kuba da'ara. That kuba da'ara, which is runny dough that you poured into the coals. So you just told me as far as challah is concerned, you brought a machlekes if it's chayiv and challah. You said it's not chayiv and challah. Okay, how about for a bracha? Says the Gemara, it's not bread. It's not bread. Why would you make a hamaitzi? You think it's bread? It's dough. You just poured it into a goop. You poured it into a blob. Since you made a blob out of it, you didn't treat it like bread. You therefore make a mezainus. But, Marzutra, Marzutra was Kaveya Suda on that stuff, and therefore, he made a Hamaitzi and benched. 
evidence number two, exhibit number two, that you can take something which is essentially a mezainus, you could take something which is essentially a mezainus, if you are kaveya suda on it, then it turns into bread and you could wash on it. And now the Gemara says the ultimate. And with this, we end the sugya of bread. For the meantime, says the Gemara, You could take this stuff, which is mezayim, which is pancake batter. Now, fresh dates, I have to be back in 18 minutes. We're not talking about chametz chas v'shalom. We're talking about preparation. You could be yoytzei matzah with this stuff. Frek de menchaschenach. We have a big problem here. Between the Gemara we did the last two nights, Thursday and Sunday, and the Gemara we're doing tonight. The Gemara we're doing tonight says clearly that if a person wants to, he could take an item that is essentially a mezayinus and be yoytzei of matzo with it. This is a big problem. We had a Gemara last night. The Gemara last night was trying to prove what size, this whole thing about Kezayis, was trying to prove what size you need for something to be bread. And the absolute proof that we brought that something is bread is if you could be say matzo, if you could be say matzah on it, because we know you make a mezayna, you make a hamoitzi on matzah. So that's how we prove that kezayis has a din bread. So the Mechaschinach has a massive cash over here. Mechaschinach says, last night's Gemara said mezaynus and moitzi matzah, never the twain shall meet. That mezaynus and moitzi matzah are diametrically opposite each other, and if something is a mezainus, it's not matzah. And if something is matzah, it's not a mezainus. In fact, that is how we prove what hamaitzi is. So matzah and matzah and mezainus, matzah and mezainus are diametrically opposed. And yet tonight, the Gemara says over here, the Gemara says over here that if you're kaveya suda on this mezainus, on this kuba da'ara, on this pancake batter, you could make. You could make hamoitzi on it, and you could be yoitze yerchi of Pesach. That's the Menchaschenach's kasha. That's the Menchaschenach's kasha. Says the Menchaschenach, well, it depends. This is the answer we want to hear. Says the Menchaschenach, it depends. If something by no means is bread, i.e., that Gemara's definition of bread was a kezayis, so if it's less than a kezayis, I don't care how many less than a kezayis you eat. It's not bread. If something is not bread, then it's, ha, it's, ha, it's a mezayinus, and it doesn't matter if you're kaveya sud on it, you can't be yaitimatsa. If something is, could go both ways. If something could be bread if you're kaveya sud on it, and could not be bread if you're not kaveya sud on it, Something's not essentially a mezainus, but rather it depends on whether you're being kaveya sud on it, that you could be yaitse matzah if you're kaveya sud. In fact, the fact that you're being yaitse matzah with it is a kaveya sud on it, and that's how you could be yaitse. So this is the menchaschenach taking 
our svara to the ultimate degree. That what the ingredients or what something looks like or what something tastes like or what something is prepared is not as important as whether or not you're Kaveh Suda. And with this, the Mechaschinach wants to explain the famous Shita of the Rambam. The Rambam paskins that matzah that was nilej bimei perus, hamachone egg matzah. You know egg matzah doesn't have eggs. Right? Egg matzah that we call egg matzah, it's like apple juice or white grape juice and flour. So, so, there's a big, big, big diyun. Is it bread? Is it not bread? Is it chametz? Is it not chametz? Could it become chametz? Could it not become chametz? There's a big diyun on matzah that was nilaish b'mei peris. Hamechona egg matzah. Now, what is, what is egg matzah? Egg matzah essentially is the category of Pasabakisnin, which we didn't discuss yet. We're not going to discuss, even though the halachas of Pasabakisnin and what we're discussing tonight are very, very, very closely related. But the Rambam Paskins that the Rambam Paskins that you could be Yoitse, your chiyuv of matzah with with egg matzah. And like Lamaisa we're saying on this for people that Pasha can't eat regular matzah. Same on this Rambam in order for them to be Yaitzah the Chiyav Matzah. Frek developed on the Rambam, what are you talking about? It's a Mazinus. The Bracha on Egg Matzah is a Mazinus essentially. If you would go right now, if you go right now, there's no Chavitz promise now, we're in the middle of Cheshv. If you go right now to the store and buy a box of Egg Matzah and take out a piece of Egg Matzah and sit down and ask your rabbi, what Bracha should I make on this piece of Egg Matzah? You know what he should answer you? Mazinus. Mizainis. So, how, asks the Velt on the Rambam, can you be Yoitse, your Chiyav of Matzah, on what is essentially a chocolate chip cookie? How could you be Yoitse, your Chiyav of Matzah, with Pasababa Kisnen? Didn't we say last night that what you could be Yoitse, Matzah, is the very definition of bread, is the very definition of Hamoitzi? Zakdim and once again, there's my Yisoid. There's my aside that what we wash on and what we call hamoitzi and what we make hamoitzi on is what's kaveya lechem. And therefore, ultimately, what you can be yoitze matzah with is not as much a factor of what the ingredients are, what the thickness of the dough, blila raka, blila ava, what the ingredients are, whether or not it has turisa denama, all of the factors that we said, kuba da'ara and trisa, are not breads, all go by the wayside. The minute that you decide to be kaveya suda on such a maisa, the minute that you decide to be kaveya suda on such a maisa, it is now bread. And the ultimate kaveya suda is when you decide to eat matzah with it. So when something is essentially not bread, i.e., what we were saying last night, last night at Kezayis, you can't fix that problem. When something is not bread, by virtue of the fact of people aren't kaveya suda on such stuff, if you're kaveya suda on such stuff, boom, it becomes bread for all its tight size and all its nafkaminas. And therefore, the Benchazchenach says, the Ramam is beautiful, this Gemara is not a steerer to last night's Gemara, it's totally in V'odam, Yetzimei Dechavasim Pesach, my time, Alechem, I need Karina Bey, because Marzutra Kavasu Desayu Alayu, Ubarach Lehem Aitzelech Menarat, which is why, 
Mizaynus roles are extremely problematic. It's it's very 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 hard to to justify. So I thought Mizaynus roles were out of business, and like I hadn't seen them for a while. But then I went to to Rockland Kosher, and, and they have Elal still says Mizaynus on the Mizaynus roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I don't no, I don't I don't get free pack. The same as that. So in 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 in, in Rockland Kosher, there's a whole section of gorgeous sandwiches, mamish, delicious sandwiches, and and, and there's all Mazzanis rolls. I mean, like, listen, you know, I, I can't see how that stems with this gemara and this mechaschinach and yotzi. By any days, chavase of matzah. That's mamish what the gemara is saying. Saying, I understand you. If you would take the same ingredients and make a not sandwich out of it, because I'm trying to make a mazanis. But a sandwich, develop this kaveh suda on a sandwich. You don't want to hack about one slice of pizza, we'll get there later. But the ilum is kaveh suda on a sandwich. Like, what's, I don't know, I'm like, I'm not arguing on anybody, but how do you stim the two? How do you stim this mechazchanach, this sugi, this gemara, this matzi, which is the ultimate kaveh suda, which is the ultimate bread halacha that you can wash on. And how do you stim that with mezainus rolls? That's, that's the shayla that I